welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. I'm Graham and I'm running Sessions Eper, the cleric of misfortune. You can find us on Twitter. It'd be great if someone wanted to uh, tweet us. We're quite active there. Ask us any questions about what we're up to, if we can remember the storyline, if we have any idea what we're doing whatsoever. It'd be great if you wanted to uh, rate, review or subscribe on whatever podcast app you like to use. Uh, that's really more than enough from me. If I say any more, I'll get mad. <laughs> so let's get on with episode 14, Suspicious Minds. So where we left things, you've just finished your combat with the evil Cubbins, uh, who you dispatched along with... Evil? Uh, well, he's act acts evil, along with uh, a few of his constables, uh, Deputy Jamis, uh, a couple of the other constables that you recognise from town. One of whom you saw when you uh, went to the jail block before, uh, and the other two uh, combatants that you downed were Tira and Kelek. Now they are two of the three adventurers who journeyed to uh, Diamond Lake with Cuthbert. Not with with, but on the same wagon train, as it were. And they were the adventurers, the seekers, uh, the uh, treasure seekers that were looking for the Whispering Care themselves. And Sessions misled them as to where it was. Do you remember uh, all of that on Cuthbert's yep. instruction? Uh, now, uh, the, the only other thing to pick up is that the two people ran off. One of them, you think, was a constable called Wilvlow, who uh, you recognize him just as he was heading off into the dark. Uh, he was the he was the one who was sitting outside the jailhouse that first time you visited, and you played shenanigans with the little bell that rings in the uh, feral dog, got him into trouble. Do you remember that? He was the kind of the lowest of the low of the constables, clearly the one that they kicked about. You saw him run off, and the other person you saw run off was Chank Chank Fankum. Chank Fankum was the third of these seekers, uh, and you think their leader. Uh, he kind of exchanged a look with Parker before he disappeared off into the darkness. That's kind of where you're left. You've got these bodies lying all around you. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to bury them? Do you want to, How do you want to dispose of them? You... We want to loot them, and then we should you're... lay them to rest. Okay, so a quick... I mean, well, so there's not much on the constables. Uh, anyway, I suspect that the stuff they have might be slightly incriminating where you to try and sell it. There are uh, liveried uniforms, leather armour. They have short swords uh, and crossbows. Uh... Uh, Cubbins had a long sword, I think. I think Jamis had a long sword too. Not absolutely, can't exactly remember. But they've not got anything of them of particular interest. The other two, on the other hand, now Tira has got a dagger that looks quite tasty. Uh, she's got something else with her, a little silver case. Uh, looks like the case that you might keep a well, to use an anachronism, uh, like a an expensive pen in. It's like a little silver, about six inches long, about two inches by two inches otherwise, with a little flip clasp. Uh, it looks like it's worth maybe a bit of money in its own right, ir irrespective of the contents. And then there, uh, Tira's got a potion. Uh, I won't beat about the bushes. A potion of greater healing. Uh, Kellek's got a potion of greater healing on him too. Take so those. Taking a note of that. And there's a couple of... Keep an eye on them. <laughs> God. And there's a couple of scrolls as well. Uh, in scroll cases. They were on Kelek. And both of them were wearing those rings with the little seven-pointed star design that you rec uh, Parker uh, had recognized when uh, Tira was with you in the feral dog that other night. It's the same symbol as was, as was on the armor, the red leather armor of one of the bodies that you found down the sinkhole deep in the cairn. Not quite sure what the significance is of that link, but you do know that the symbol is uh, is is of an organization, a sort of semi-secret organization called the Seekers, who are based in Evenstar, who are sort of basically tomb robbers. They sort of masquerade as being um, what's the word, antiquarians and uh, uh, archaeologists, but really, y your understanding is that they're basically uh, tomb robbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with the bodies? Well, I think maybe we'll do a quick ritual of detect magic and check what's magical. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, the dagger is magical. The two potions are obviously magical. Uh, scrolls are magical. The rings are not, and the little silver case is not magical. Okay. Well, you have a look at. You're going to read the top of the scrolls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one is a scroll of dark vision. One is a scroll of spider climb. Let's have a look in the box. The box. When you flip the catch, there's a little. It's it's lined with velvet. There's a little um, housing there. Again, like you you put an expensive pen in. But it's not a pen. It's a finger. A stone finger. This reminds me of the uh, sarcophagus 
uh, in the lantern room where there was a finger. Uh, how insightful of you, Paul. I'm really, really <laughs> rather yeah. memorable That's of these things. amazing memory you've got there, Paul. Incredible. Yeah. It's all the memory of somebody <laughs> who's listened back to every single adventure, every single episode of the whole thing. <laughs> About 20 times. Okay, I'll slip. I'll slip Parker the finger. Does he take it inside? <laughs> He's going to take it inside. <laughs> Please. You're going to slip Parker the finger and he's going to take it inside to the sarcophagus? Yeah. It's it's a match. It's a match for the missing finger on the statue on the sarcophagus. Uh, and when you uh, reattach it or put it back in place, it it looks like it points to the blue lantern passageway. So that might have been a clue all along. Maybe something that these people had brought with them. Um, Tira had brought with her uh, an artifact that somehow she'd acquired. Maybe that's why they were looking for the can. We didn't find any artifacts or anything that they might be interested in, did we? You didn't find magic. well. You found the the true tomb with the real sarcophagus, where you've um, you've recovered the the sword, the yeah, the mantle, nothing... the diadem, the silver box, the necklace of fireballs. Nothing amazing about that, though. Is there no relics or artifacts to? Well, I do have off. I do have a box, don't I? Mm -hmm. Which has got a sealed <laughs> lid on it. Sorry, everything has... Uh... Yeah, don't. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> We've done that joke today. Yeah. We haven't done a joke about the box. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Cuthbert has got a magical box. <laughs> that she wants to show to Hester Testapod. It's a, be it's a bejeweled magic box. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. So you've you've recovered those, but I mean maybe that's all that they would have been hoping. Maybe they didn't know what they were going to find, but they they maybe they were just they were as 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 unaware of what was to be to be gained here as as you were. But it's speculation. Well, if they realised the magic was so crap, they might not have started in the first place. Well, yeah. Well, you did. What um what are you going to do? What are you going to head back to town? Let's head back to town. You doing anything with the bodies, or are you just going to leave them there? Um, bury them. Put them in the sarcophagus. No, uh, well, bury them. Bury them? Okay, okay bury yeah. them. We should definitely lay them to rest. Oh, Why? It'll serve us well later. Why? Mm. The right I can see where do. Sessions is going with this. Sessions is um, trying to do the decent thing for his uh, divinity. Yeah, the right thing to do. Okay, yeah. so uh, you bury them, you say some rites over the, the grave, right I presume, Sessions. Them. Yeah, and then you head back to town. It's cold, it's started to snow again. You don't get very far, about a couple of hundred yards before you see a shape in the snow in front of you, uh, which resolves itself into a body as you get closer. And you realize that it's the body of this constable, the one that fled, Wilvlow. He's been hacked down by, uh, well, you don't know, but Chank Fankham carries a great big greatsword and it, it looks like it's, it's, that, that, it's consistent with that. It's possible that Fankham has chopped this, this character down don't know why. No sign of Fankham. Uh, otherwise, your journey back to town is uneventful. Uh, you get back at about, uh, you kicked off at about eight in the evening, nine in the evening. So you, it's about uh, four in the morning, let's say, by the time you get back to town. Everything is uh, uh, dead quiet, ice quiet. Well, uh, we should head to the, um, the inn and let the mother know about her. her the kid. rusty bucket? Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, uh, that's not, things aren't great there, to be honest. Um, when you get to the rusty bucket, it's shuttered, uh, and it looks like there's been a fire. It's not burnt down, but it's pretty significantly damaged. It's charred timbers, uh, charred brickwork, and the windows have gone. They've been replaced with boards, and it is quiet as the grave. There's nobody about. Um, hmm. Perhaps we should then go to the, should... well, we've killed... Who's in charge now? If I am, no, uh, you don't know. I mean, you don't. I mean, well, do you mean in charge of the whole town? There's a governor and there's a garrison. There's no, also, I'm. You I mean, mean to law and order? Who's the deputy yeah, constable? now that no, now the, depu the deputy was Jamis, and you've killed Jamis, so you don't know. I mean, there are about a dozen, maybe more. It flexes up with kind of casual, kind of associated members of the of the constabulary, but you've certainly killed sort of five or six of them tonight. Um, you don't know if there are. You don't know. I mean, the, you could go to the jailhouse and find out. Why don't we do that? Uh, it's quiet in the main square. The feral dog is uh, still open, of course, always open. Lights in the windows. The sound, the kind of muted chuckles of a couple of, of uh, well, as it turns out, early morning drinkers. 
Um, the jailhouse itself, uh, Cullen, you remember Cullen, the albino half-orc, the leader of the gang that, yeah. yeah. Uh, he is sitting in the doorway of the jailhouse. The door is open, the light, a lantern is on, uh, light, not a lantern, not a lantern lantern, but there's a, a, a lamp on uh, in there. He's sitting there kind of swathed in furs on a chair, looking out over the, uh, the square, looking unhappy. He kind of nods to acknowledge the fact that you're there. He recognises you, but he doesn't say anything. Is Cubbins about? Uh, no, he's uh, he's 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 gone off somewhere. He's asked me to look after things. Well, he's, he'll be back soon. Uh, I don't think that. so. So, um, well, I, I don't know how you'd know uh, that. Uh, well, we he, he said he he said he'd be back in the morning. Well, and he's left you in charge, has he? Well, just for the night. Just to, he just said keep an eye on things. He's taking all his uh, he's taking all his lot off somewhere. I don't know some law enforcement or something. I don't know. Wait, well, yeah, well, they haven't really distracted. Won't be coming back. I'm going to cast charm person on him. You're going to cast charm person on on Cullen. Yes. Uh, what's the DC? Thirteen wisdom save. Uh, no, he rolls a nine. Uh, what inf- what effect does that have? Uh, he treats me as friendly. He treats you as friendly. Okay. Oh, hello, uh, hello, sessions. Yeah, nice to see you again. You were saying we saw um, Cubbins heading towards Evenstar on the road. He said he was going to be you away did? for. You met him. A week. Yeah. A week. He's only a told week. me to look after the place for a yeah. night. He only gave me a silver piece. Well, I... You know what he's like. He's oh. shortchanged you. Yeah, I do know what he's like. Yeah, Paid yeah, for that's... a night for a week's work. <laughs> oh, yeah, that does sound like him. I think oh. I would head home if I were you. Go and have what? a rest. Well, I'm not heading home, but I wouldn't mind a drink. Oh, well, we could look after a place for you. Uh, well, I suppose if um, I mean I've only been paid for the night. If he's not going to come back, All right? Not rest for a week, I don't think. Sh- he shouts back inside, and uh, Rastafan, another member of the gang who you've met before, uh, kind of blinks out into the light, looking a little bit sort of like he's well, he's obviously been asleep, and he kind of blinks out, stares at you out out in the square. Cullen's like, uh, Cubbins has gone even. They're saying he's gone to Evenstar. They met him on the road. Rastafan's like, you know what? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not going to be back for ages. Rastafan's like, well, what are we doing here then? Cullen says, well, it's a very good question. Let's go and spend uh, what little money he's given us uh, over the road. Good idea. Rastafan looks a bit dubious, but they head off. And as uh, Cullen kind of stamps down the stairs out into the snow, and then just something occurs to him as he's walking away from you, he turns, he tosses you a set of keys. He says, you'll need these. Okay, well, we'll pick them up. Result. Go into the, uh, go into the, the, the jailhouse. Uh, well, it's all quiet. Um, where are you? I mean, what are you doing? Looking around? What are you doing? Well, search Cubbins' Detect, offices. Detect magic. Search Cubbins' office. Search it top to bottom. Okay. Detect magic. Uh, no, you don't detect any magic. If you go into Cubbins' office, which you've got the key to, that's fine. There's a strong box in there, but there's only petty cash, like 60 silver pieces, something like that. Right. Uh, he's got sort of various bits. He's got some. He's got a, a set of slightly cryptic notes in one of the drawers of his desk. Um, looks like transactional records looks like a looks like he uses his own little shorthand there's no names or anything but you it looks like there are amounts you suspect that this is i don't know money in money out maybe a bit of both there are some marked decks of cards that he clearly uses for i don't know whatever purpose well, I'll pocket those they could be useful not much else in the outer office uh, yeah sessions absolutely up your street some some marked cards uh, not much in the outer office just got kind of standard kind of ebony stuff I mean, there's a weapons rack with their kind of standard issue short swords and crossbows. A lot of them obviously have gone, but there's a couple there. Again, I don't know quite what you'd do with them if you were to take them. Uh, and then, of course, you can go into the back into the jail block. Yep. Now, the jail block is cold in there and it's dark. Who's got a source of light? I'll do a light spell. I can do I'll do light I've spell. got dark vision. Okay. I've so got you're... dark vision too. Not anymore. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, by hook or by crook, uh, you can take a look at the scene. It's a standard uh, layout. There's a central area with a grating in the center of the floor. It's tiled and the floor slopes down to it so they can kind of wash some unspeakable sort of stains there. They can wash kind of nasty (laughs) stuff away. And then there is a series of uh, cells surrounding this area uh, with bars and those those little beds that, that fold down from the wall with a chain at either end, yeah. But in the middle of this central area, there's a table and lying on this table is the body of Madame Wadger the Lodge. Naked, hmm. pallid, uh, nothing yeah. else to say really. Yeah, just anything, lying there. Any sort of magical enchantments that have nothing that you can see are, uh, preserved. No, it doesn't look like. I mean, it's been. I mean, it's always. It's been below freezing consistently, pretty much all the last week or so. It wouldn't be un. It wouldn't be untoward for her to be relatively well preserved. I mean, she doesn't look great. Certainly doesn't look like there's any kind of 
magic at play. No. Does she look in the same state she was when we brought her back, the body? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, she's bearing the injuries that you gave her. Mm -hmm. so, so maybe, maybe that's how they found with, us. Speak with dead. Yeah, maybe that's that. That's how they found us. Mm -hmm. Speculation. But, but that's quite a high level spell, isn't it? So. Is it? That's a good question. Anyway, yeah, that's that's it. Otherwise, the cell block is kind of empty. The, the 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 cells are empty and they are unlocked. It looks like maybe Covens didn't trust uh, Cullen to look after you know or, or whatever. Remember, the, the 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 cells are really just for drunks. It's not it's not an untoward thing for them to be empty. Speak with dead is third level. Should we roll for the magic? Oh yeah, let's roll for the magic. Oh god. So what now? Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's a dagger. What you else is there? You pile, into, oh. you pile into town, start investigating, asking questions, break into the jail block. Yeah. Two minutes later, you're arguing about magic. Don't tell me. We haven't yeah. argued. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's just see what happens. No, but there's only no, a dagger, isn't there? There's only a dagger <laughs> and, and a couple and, of scrolls. And some potions. I get an 81. Potions. I don't remember any potions. Yeah, I get a 77. <sighs> what, I, what are we rolling for? Rolling for choice? Yeah. 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 You get a 48. 48, yeah. 22, fantastic. Okay. Well, Johnny, uh, what did you get? I got 59, so I'm third. Okay. Uh, I think I'll take the uh, potion of greater healing. I'll take the second potion. Um, okay. So have you, what is that? Is, is, was it that quick? You actually managed to allocate no. them? <laughs> what, start, let's start again, Paul. Oh, God. You're, you're taking the potion of healing, right? I'll the take the potion. I don't of know healing. if the microphone is picking this up, but I'm pinching the bridge of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then Dan, you. Um, no, oh, sorry, it's Lucas. Okay, well, Lucas. 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 No, sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, rewind that. It, Lucas, you're taking the second potion of it's healing. It's a good job you're here, Johnny. We'd be totally yeah. disorganised without you here. <laughs> That's why you need the primary spell-using resource. Oh, no. I mean, let's face it, you almost died back there, right? Primary if... spell-casting resource. We actually, that's that's true. We should plan out the use of our primary spell-casting resource. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. share the spells between. <laughs> Johnny's Johnny's more right than he knows. You did. You were actually in quite a lot of trouble in that last combat. I did, uh, yeah. uh, did reflect on it. Uh, basically, no you were you were two saving throws. Well, you were two saving throws away from only Johnny being left to take on. Can the, you the imagine? That would be disaster. Can you well, imagine? Disaster right if you now. Huh? But I think you'd rather Fate a obviously intervened on our side to save us from that. Yeah, anyway, the story, the the message here is that you've got to keep the primary spell resource alive. Okay. Because, yeah, okay. well, I'm still alive. So I agree. Take the bard. I was, I was Bards a are secondary spell users. No, they are primary. How come you keep secondary. going, oh, gross, anytime the bard does anything? Oh, gross. Mm. How, how does bard, it's a bard. How does he get to do that amazing spell? No, no, no. That's, yeah, well, I, I've been listening back uh, back to the podcast, <laughs> and that definitely comes up quite a lot from you. So, mm. Lucas, are you taking... In fact, I'm going to edit the... it into the next episode. I'm just going to take a montage, a montage of you going, oh, gross. You just, just sample him saying just... it, and every time you do anything, you just drop yeah. it in. <laughs> I will take the second potion. Okay. Uh, that leaves Not me with the... one. I've completely yeah. lost track. I take... <laughs> I'm going to take the plus one dagger. Blood vein dagger. Oh, some, <laughs> okay. some awful. What are you going to do with the dagger? Never you mind. Defend it to somebody. <laughs> yeah, anybody want to borrow it? Can I borrow it? Can I borrow it? Paul please? wants to borrow it. Anyway, yep. not lending it to him. Okay. Well, he doesn't need. He hasn't got. He literally can't carry. Cuthbert is wandering around with just this sheaf of weapons that he's borrowed off you. He can't actually carry them all at once. Yeah, maybe I should get the short sword back. I mean, it is only loaned, right? Well, sorry, was that? I missed that. Tumbleweed there. Mm. <laughs> right. What's loaned? That, the plus you've one all, short you've, you've sword is done. loaned. You're almost done. You've done oh, the yeah, first yeah. three. You've got yeah. two more. You've Just got the scrolls. Who's... I'm Remind next. You. Okay, I'll take the scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah. I thought I would take them. Why? Uh, because you can't cast any of them. Because what? Because why? Sorry? Why don't you take one each? Yeah, you can't take yeah. two scrolls. Why not? Exactly. They're, they're in they were listed as one item. No. no, there are two items. No. All right, I'll take one of the skulls. Which one do you take? Dark vision. Okay, and so uh, spider. Um, if I've got that right, them. spider climb for sessions. Yeah, I think there are cane scrolls. We'll work out the details later when you actually want to try and use them. I'm going to sell mine. Well, exactly. 
yeah, you could. You could take it to Tidwoads or you could take it to uh, Vanell's or there's a couple of places in town. I'm sure Hesty Testifod is really in need of Dark Vision Spell. Well, he might be. You never know. Oh. What are you going to do next? It's about four or five. Let's call it five in the morning after all your shenanigans in the jailhouse. I think we need a long rest. Yeah, should we take a long rest? Um, what, back to... You're staying at Lazar's, right? Um, the, the, the the dragon chess place with the rooms upstairs. Yep. <clears throat> okay, well, I mean, it's closed. Obviously, it's... Well, it's not closed, closed. You can get in through the little side door for guests. Take a, uh, take a long rest. And let's take a short break um, and come back in a couple of minutes. There you are. Now, what is yeah, all yeah, the... Yeah. Shh, shh, keep your voice down. What's all the secrecy? What's all the mystery? Have you got yourself into trouble again? It's... It's... It's that bastard Smenk. Smenk? Hmm. Smenk. My old foe. What about him? What have you heard? I... I... I, I mean, we... We've been up at the old observatory. Oh, that place? What about it? Well, it's, it's a long story, and I don't fully understand, but the observatory has had... Uh -huh. uh, it's been taken over by... Uh, a necromancer. Uh, Filge, uh, have you heard of him? Uh, no, no. A necromancer from Evenstar. Uh, Smenk invited him here. Uh, what do you know about the Dowerstone mine? Dowerstone? That old rogue. I know his yields have been falling, but he keeps hiring new hands. What knows how he's making any money? What about... Shh. These walls have ears. Let's just keep it quiet. There's something hidden under that mine. Some kind of cult. Something that Smenk is... He's tied up it. Oh. He saw something down there which scared him so much that he brought Filge here. And to... you could prove it? That, that, yeah. that Smenk is involved? Well, the, the, there's a letter from Smenk. I, I don't have it. One of my friends has it, but I might be able to get it. But you must get it. Look, I want vengeance. Vengeance for what he did to old Durskin. Vengeance for my cousin, yes, yes. And a settling of old scores. If we can bring him down, I can rebuild. Your friends, though, can you trust them? Yeah. What about that boy from Evenstar? What do you know about him? I hear things. Boy from me? You mean Cuthbert? Yes, Cuthbert. Cuthbert. What, what about him? The Ouch Splinter. I hear who he was sent here. What's he after? After? Nothing happens by accident when that family are involved. You need to be careful, Grimble. No, I, I, he's a young lad, I'm sure. And you need to get into that mine. We need proof we can take to Neff. If we can convince him, we can take down Smenk, Cubbins, the whole thing. Cubbins is dead. Dead? What? Yes, yes. Uh, Cubbins and, and Jamis, uh, they ambushed us. Out by the... Uh, oh, out in the hills. You may not trust my friends, Gelch. I'm not sure about myself. But I know we work well together. We know how to look after ourselves. Dead. Yes. Dead? Yeah. Well done, my but above, that is grand news. Grand news. Shh. And, and the mine? Yeah, yeah, keep your voice down. You leave the mine to me, but you need to get the governor on our side. If I get you proof, I need to know he is with us. I can speak with him. I still have that much influence, at least. Yeah, do it, you old fool. No more mistakes. Just watch your tone. Look, I haven't got time for your vanity. I'm, uh, I'm off now, okay? Just make sure Neff is on our side. Uh, bug on food. Okay, where were we? Uh, let's call it sort of lunchtime. By lunchtime the next, uh, the same day, sorry, because it's the morning of Thump Day. By lunchtime, uh, you're out and about. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Go and see Hesty. Go and see Hesty Testipod. Hesty Testipod. We're going to go and see Hesty. I'm getting overly yeah. familiar man. by calling him Hesty. <laughs> Uh, okay, up to his lovely little charming house just above the town. Uh, blue and red clapboard, lovely little garden, always spring. Hustustpod, uh, written on the little plaque on the gate. Uh, hammer on the door. Yeah, knock, knock, knock. Uh, he's in. Oh, he comes. Ah, you're back already. Yes. Have you, been to the can? Have you been to the can? Yes. Well, I never. What did you, did you discover anything new? Any new information about the Wind Dukes? Well, I have yeah. a very important question for you. Yes. Would you be interested yes. in a dark vision scroll? Um, well, I suppose I might be. Uh, l l let's have a look at it. Uh, I'll show it to him. Uh, oh, okay. He kind of uh, has a quick look at it. Well, I, I, I suppose so. Um, thank you very much. 100 GP. 
Oh, uh, I'm not that interested. Sorry, <laughs> there's been a misunderstanding. Ah. Uh, come in, come in, anyway. Come in, come in, come in. Taken possession now. You have to pay, obviously pay the. the come the in, come in. I have sandwiches. We found the okay. final resting place of the Wind Duke. He stops. He's like freezes. What was his name? Grim Grimbold. Really? Sociol? You found the tomb of Sociol? I don't know which one. Sociol. I think that was his name. We found the the <laughs> yes, least yes, the least did. important one. <laughs> there are freezes and everything. Actually, and, no, uh... actually, Hester Tesbold, can you remind us of the story? <laughs> I don't think I need to do that. You're an accomplished no. adventurer now. Anyway, take a seat. Take a seat. He okay. sits down on his little bench. He's wearing, unfortunately, he's wearing the dressing gown. <laughs> uh, so you, you can kind of take a you can take a seat around, but you really have to be careful. <laughs> Every time he shifts in his chair. Everybody has to kind of look at the ceiling. Um, Can I do a, a very targeted darkness spell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realise I was showing. What's that film with Sharon Stone in it? Yeah, yeah. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct. She crosses her legs and crosses her legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, except it's desperately very trying not to catch a glimpse of the testicles. <laughs> <laughs> very, it's very, very different. Um, so now, does, tell me, what have you found? What did you find? Um, <laughs> does bring I don't know. Can you describe it? To <laughs> I found this sword. Friend so side sort of storyteller. Well, sort of we went pillow, up into there? this. Uh, there's. Oh, um, I'll, I'll um, take out my little. I'll, I'll show him my box. <laughs> my. <laughs> Goodness, Cuthbert, that is a that is a magnificent <laughs> box you've got there. I'll give it a quick wipe. H have you? Uh... <laughs> God. Uh, have you opened it? Oh, pass dear. it to me. Pass it to me. I, g I give it a quick Good wipe job. and present it to him for inspection. Oh, look at ah, this the script. The the Queen of Chaos. He kind of he's kind of looking at the the writhing letter forms on the on the on the lid. Have you opened it? Uh, not yet. No. Oh, no, I don't frequently open my box to strangers. It doesn't look like it would be that difficult. And he's sort of, he's sort is of, it that wise, I would say, before he... he well, I suppose I mean, it might be there, might be someday. <laughs> and he, sort of, he manipulates it a bit and little ping, takes the lid off. Ah, he looks into it and says, well, I never. It's a talisman of the sphere. He reaches in and takes out this thing. It's like a rod with a kind of hoop on the end of it. Uh, it's a bit odd looking thing. Uh, do you know what this is? It's a talisman of the sphere. It's for controlling spheres of annihilation. That's exactly right, Grimbel. Well done, Grimbel. Thank you. How on earth did Paul end up with it? Well, where did you find it? You found it in the tomb. I found it in the in the tomb of the Windjukes. The legend is that the Windjukes scattered the spheres of annihilation to the very corners of the galaxy. No, universe. Multiverse. Multiverse. The Great Wheel. We call it. Uh, they were scattered to every corner, but these, uh, you can control them. That's the legend. You must keep it. He hands it to Cuthbert. You must keep this. One must always be... Cuthbert. We should roll for it. We already have. You must keep it, Cuthbert. I will do. What can I, what can I do with it? Well, I don't know. Must must always be prepared. Maybe it will become useful later. Who knows? If you find, if says, you find a sphere says, of annihilation, you can control it. Yeah, looking at, he look, seems to look into the future, briefly. One must always be prepared. <laughs> what, sorry, what, is, what is this called again? Talisman of the Spheres. Paul, Paul remember sphere. that loan about the plus one sword? Well, now's a good thing, time to give me that in exchange. Uh, no. I think it, uh, we didn't roll for it, did we? Uh, it was when everybody was taking everything, and it was... It was uh, no, it was It was agreed that I was. I got it, actually. It I don't flat. think it was. I don't yeah. think it was. We can listen back, but I think that basically we need to roll for it. Well, a bit late now. Let's roll for it. Let's roll for it. Hesty just sighs. sighs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the habit of doing this? Yes. Right, what the is time. your point of existence? Tell me. Tell if me more. Tell me all about what you. Magic. Tell me all about your adventures. What else did you discover? Tell me about the tomb. Um, the sort of don't distract elevator. Don't distract us. We're we're focused on rolling for this sphere thing. Right. So rolling okay. percentile. Yeah. Rolling percentile. Uh, Are we agreed? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna roll. So I, get, I, I get a 53. Johnny gets a 61. 
I'm not rolling for something that's already mine. It's not yours. You're you're the carrier. That's all. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, well, that cuts deep. Eighty-nine, Lucas. Parker's eighty-nine. Fifty-two. I might roll later, but it's, at the moment it's been handed to me. I'm I'm looking after it. Well, no, Lo Lucas is the owner. Lucas is the winner. You might get right more than higher. eighty-nine. Fate might be on your side. Yeah. yeah. One in ten chance. It's meant to you be. Don't roll. Obviously, you can't happen. be the winner. Come on, 10% <laughs> Clearly, you're not meant to carry it. Yeah. Okay, I, so I, I'll pass it over to oh, the Parker. Parker. Yes, Parker. You, you must look after it. You never know when it might come in useful. Tell me anything. What, what else? What else did you discover? Did you, what did you tell me about so the, there was a what big, was it like? There was a big shaft of wind. Yes. That oh, we, we, we rode up on the wind. So it was quite... Um, it was quite obvious that there was going to be that kind of wind. But um, so, yeah, we kind of fought some guardian guys that yes. basically oh, armor. Yes. suits of armor. Yes, yes, yes. Wind knights or whatever, yes. Yeah, wind knights. Okay, yeah, we knew that. Um, and then we ascended into the tomb. The real tomb. The, the real, real tomb. tomb. Yes, yes. And, and what was there? Zosial. Zosial, that's right. Murals. Did, did you see him? Yes. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, did, you didn't. No. no there was no, just a sarcophagus no. with some stuff in it. There was a sarcophagus with some stuff in it. I tell you. Yes. And some, yes, yes. And some murals. The murals? Kind of murals and stories. Showing the story of the, the, yes. the battle. The, the, ah, the fields right. of yeah. Pesh. The battle against the Queen of Chaos. Exactly. That's right. Fascinating. So all the detail. Yes. All the detail. So we know everything about that battle now. Ah. And I'll tell him <laughs> in a hand wavy kind of. Yeah, you got. summarize what you yes. what you saw. Okay. Yeah. Show him the sketches, the brief sketches. <laughs> yes, and the yeah. rubbing. Oh, the rubbing. Oh, going through Stick them. Men. Like a right. slideshow. And this is us with the thing. And this is us. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's nodding and pretending to be interested. Oh, good, another. <laughs> you're showing it again, Hester. Oh, another. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, we don't really know what to do next, basically. Well, I, I know what you. Sh I know what you should do next. What? You need to go and investigate the Dowerstone mine. Why? Something is lurking down there. Something right. is growing in the dark. You mentioned last time you came to see me that you'd learnt from Filge. You remember Filge? I saw him off. Yes. About the Ebon Triad. Right. The triumvirate of dark gods. That's right. Yeah. Plotting to join together and. And, and raise some kind of overgod, some kind of evil uh, deity. Right. And I believe that they're up to their nefarious plans, deep, deep beneath the Dowerstone mine outside town. I think you're the perfect people to go and investigate. Why? Well, because you've shown such amazing uh, uh, skill <laughs> and uh, per perception and bravery while investigating the cairn. Why? Right. Thank you. Isn't, isn't there anybody else? Well, I don't know. I suppose I could speak to the, my brother about it, but I mean, he's a nightmare. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What level are you? Well, I don't understand. You've asked me this before. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a concept that I can't quite okay. grasp. Let me let me try and frame it for you. Do you, are you able to cast a teleport spell? A teleport. This is a this is a would be an enchantment uh, uh, to, to to instantly transport oneself. That's correct. One person. Yes. Well, in a way. In a way, you, you know, could. You could. Could you, could you do it via the means of a circle drawn on the ground, for example? Uh, uh, that I would be beyond my powers. Right. Um, okay. Do you know anybody who can do the speak with the dead? Oh, uh, that, that in the really village. Is a dark How? ritual. Um, perhaps Jiren Weirus might be able to do it. Um, who? I can't think of anyone else. Uh, Weirus, he is the uh, the priest of Tonj in town. He might. He might have that power. Mm. I'm sure he'd be very reluctant to do so, though. It's an area, it's a dark area that we should not uh, meddle with. The dead. What do you know about people who have one green and one grey eye? Oh, now you're talking about Cuthbert. Cuthbert, mm. let's, have, let's have a look at you. Mm. Why, not why do you ask? Too, don't lean too close to me, not with... Because well, one of the one people of the in the murals, murals yes. have there was a person depicted with one grey and one green eye. No, it wasn't a person, it was one of the demons, wasn't a it? A demon? It was a demon. Oh, yes. There are scripts and scraps in my memory. Let he stoops forward, he looks at Cuthbert. You're worried that Cuthbert might be skeely, aren't you? Yes. 
Cuthbert, you don't feel Cuthbert, you don't feel scaly, do you? Mm, not particularly. Ah, uh, an ouch splinter. Yes. 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 He kind of looks off into the middle distance for a bit. That's a very old family, an old family. These old families, they're like an old, it's like an old broad river. So many streams, so many tributaries. Yes, yes, Some yes, rise yes, in the upland man. meadows under the warm sun. Others rise in dark places out of the sight of even the dwarves. Every family has its secrets. But you don't feel scaly, no? No. Well, you're probably fine then. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Mike, teleport is seventh level. Teleportation circle is fifth. Mm -hmm. So he right. can do teleport, but he can't. No, I didn't say, didn't say that. Uh, um, no, no, didn't say oh, that. Oh, I see. So maybe he can he do asked you what? door. What does he know about the fire at the spench? That's a bad business. Oh. Uh, she, uh, Gorbag's been, she's d d disappeared. I have a suspicion, though, about Gorbag's Bench. I think some members of our little township are involved with the Dowstone Mine, and I do wonder about her. I have wondered for a while. And her boy has gone missing as well. We think well, unfortunately, dead. we think he's dead. Why, why do you think so? Because we know so. Cubbins. Well, how do you know so? Cubbins? Cubbins, Cubbins basically had his head. So it's a bit more than a thing, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yes. Well, slightly more evidence. No, it's a bit okay. more than a thing. We were uh, we were prevaricating bit. slightly. Let's be quiet. You were prevaricating. Cubbins chopped off his head. We should find. I mean, so I mean, this is an outrage. We're, we're, we should we should find Cubbins now. Well, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. Yes, yes. we killed oh. him. Oh, I suppose it was inevitable. Self-defense. What, at the cairn? Sorry. <laughs> like at the that, cairn, yes. Well done. At the cairn. Okay, now, so you were... Uh, I see. Oh, gracious. He tracked, us, he tracked us down to the cairn. Tried to... And then threw the head of Spinge Boy at us. Spinge Bob. Spinge Bob. Oh, you mean, you mean Morklet Spinge, the boy. Yes. Yes, yes well, the boy. Spinge Boy. This is a... This is a... He's not... Uh, this is frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, all the more reason to find out what dark forces are at work in the town. That's what I say. Cubbins is dead. Yeah. Yes. Well, that will cause trouble. My brother will be here shortly, I imagine. Where is Cubbins now? Where's his body? What, sorry, what's, what's your brother's your brother? name? My, my, brother brother? Name is, my brother's name is Laynod. He's the governor here, of course. Laynod? Laynod Neff. He is the, he is the governor. Laynod Neff? Is Neff his surname? Neff is his surname. That, and so you are Hesty Testapod Neff? I, I don't know, Dan. <laughs> you don't have this written down in your in he's your fully not, realized world. No, his full name. <laughs> when was he born? <laughs> it's, like, it's not my it's not my world. It's Mike's world. Hold up. His full name is Lane. Is is Lane Lane Neftpod. That all hangs together perfectly. <laughs> when was he born? He was born <laughs> in the year five hundred. And forty-five. Yes. Uh, yes. What, what In the reckoning what of the brotherhood. What month? What month? Uh, How long ago was that? Now, wait a second. I always forget his birthday. I think he might have. <laughs> I think he might have been born in Spockhockter. Yes, the fourteenth of Spockhockter. Oh, so that would make him what a Libra? Scorpio. Well, I don't know what uh, you're referring to. I, of no, course, am a spring. I am a spring baby. Are you? If Where you have to. Be born. Well, I mean, not that I'm hinting. Fart, then, obviously. No, no, I was born in apeshit. Uh, ape <laughs> yeah, 24th of apeshit. It's my birthday, don't forget. What, what year? <laughs> you could get me a scroll. Uh, yeah. That'd be yeah nice. A scroll? Good. Yeah, he's got he's got the scroll for you. A point to Well, it's a bit early now. Don't ruin the surprise. Now, the thing is, I know a way that you could get into the mine. Oh, good. There right. are, there is a, 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 one of the mine workings has become disused, and my suspicion is that that leads down to the secret dark temple right. beneath the earth. Why, and why are we doing Here, this? here, and he sort of clears a bit of stuff off his, off a, he stands up, everybody has to look away. He clears some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> bends oh, over a tape. It's a darkness spell. Bends over, yeah, but it's, it's, it's fixed, well, anyway. Did you cast it? I think. <laughs> it's fixed. You actually cast it on him, he gets a say, well. <laughs> Let's not get into it. He bends over the table. No, maybe he doesn't do that. It's probably not wise. Anyway, he clears the table and he and he and he and he grabs a, he grabs a bit of parchment 
and a little bit of charcoal, and he sketches you out a little kind of map of the the, the way up to the mine, and he explains that there's a there's a kind of main uh, entrance uh, that's guarded by the pit bosses, but that around the side there's a disused mine working, and if you could creep to that entrance, you might be able to find yourselves a way down inside the mine, down to the the, the dark temple that he believes is there. It's a trap. Could be. Is this somehow related to anything else we've been doing so far? Well, it's. <laughs> I, I, I think the 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 the, the, the single most uh, uh, troubling discovery of yours is this, and he wanders over to the shelves where he keeps all his bits and bobs, and he produces this the canister, the flask that's got that giant worm in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The presence of these, the presence of these, uh, desar- th- these, the presence of these unkillable undead in the hills and the swamps, is linked to these worms, linked to this figure, Chios, and somehow that is linked to this concept of the age of worms, and my belief is this Ebon Triad, these dark forces, are trying to bring about the age of worms. This is maybe why we are seeing this undead surface out in the wilderness. What undead? Well, uh, there are uh, reports... We haven't seen any. Well, no, uh, because you've been um, investigating the cairn. Right. So what you're saying is, when we go down into this dark temple, we will encounter these unkillable undead. I don't know about that. It's more likely you'll, you, that some kind of cultist activity is going on down there, right. probably trying to perform or organise or investigate the dark rites required to bring about this age of worms. But the, the sooner somebody investigates, the sooner we will know. And I think it should be you. Okay. Got any, got any magic? Uh, y- yes, but not, not, not that you can have. Oh. You've got this map, though. <laughs> That's, you know, in a way... <laughs> <laughs> Helpful. It's fairly magic. Yes. Good if you want to keep it, if you want to keep it, you have to write down that it's mine on your character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. Any Johnny. gold? Johnny has it. What about some gold? What? No. Gold. Well, you know. Anyway, there we are. Off you go then. <laughs> <laughs> Starts ushering you out. Tell me when you. Tell me what you discover when you're in the mine. <laughs> So Lucas, Purple sorry, she's going to sing you a little song before he yes, goes. Yes, I'm going to sing you a song. I'm, I'm going now, anyway. On, <laughs> on the zither. <laughs> we'll leave you, we'll leave you to him. This really is a day of surprises. <laughs> this one I've called Unexpected un- Uncovered. It's it's a new song that what I wrote. And yes. it's going to make you feel wonderful. He <laughs> adopts that pose of sort of slightly looking off into the middle distance to one side. I'm ready. Here you go. Here's my new song. I've got a bugbear. I've got a bugbear in my underpants. Oh, yes. I've got a bugbear. I've got a bugbear in my underpants. Well, I have to say, uh, Purple, that was a very diverting song. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I, have, I have a song of my own. <laughs> Shall I sing it for you? What's your song about? Well, it's rather, it's about me. A one, a two, a one, <laughs> two, three, four. So are you going to get head off to the mine to investigate the mine? Yeah. He's heavily yeah, hinted. Yeah, okay, on. well, uh, off you. Uh, you're going to do, do it now? Do we level up? Level up? Yeah. No, there's no levelling up to be done. You going to do it now? Yeah, we'll do it now. Or are you going to do it at night? No, we'll do it. Oh, no, we'll do Do it it now. Do it at night. What? Why would we do it at night? Because we want to sneak in there, don't we? You do want to. What you mean? All carrying our torches? I've got dark vision. I've got dark. I've got dark vision. Have you now? (laughs) Still be carrying my torch. I've got a scroll of dark vision too. Well, um, what do you want to do? Let's wait until night. You wait until that evening. Yeah. Wait until it gets dark. I mean, it gets dark yeah. at about right. four o'clock. Okay. Uh, it, wh- what I would suggest we do is we go there and then we stake the place out overnight. Yeah. That would, and then. Well, you've been past it before. You've been past it every time you go to the cairn, you go backwards and forwards past the Dowstone mine. That first night oh, you I came see. in to town from that... the cairn, that was the mine that was emptying out yeah. on the Sunday evening with all the all the miners going in to drink. And that was the mine that where you all the pit bosses were rounding up all the kind of drunken miners on uh, on Oort Day when when the drinking was over. So you know it. You, you you're pretty familiar with it. You can walk. You can walk. I mean, you're not challenged or it's not suspicious to wander up there. If you walk up the company road. 
the, right. the, but we the want to go and find this other entrance though right well yes but i mean hesty's diagram basically shows you that the main road goes up to the mine uh, and there's a series it's there's a there is a, a ridge or a bluff if you like with the various main mine workings set into the face of it but that round to one side out of sight of the rest of it there is another little mine working uh entrance with a kind of disused uh, little um what is it a uh, little rail what are they called those little those little uh, coal cars that run on rails it's like a dis this is a disused thing for that and he 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 thinks you you looking at it and if you travel but why don't we cut a long story short if you head up to the mine and have a look from the end from the edge of the spur road that leads down to the mine itself that area that he's pointed out in his map you can kind of see it there's nothing really going on there i mean you wouldn't want to go up there in broad daylight but you don't think that it look it doesn't look like the uh, the most difficult of things okay um so you head up yes you stake it out during the day you wait for night to fall yes uh, and you sneak your way round. You can hear the kind of occasional muted voices of kind of pit bosses, and you can see the, a couple of kind of flaming torches of the of the of the uh, the miners kind of working around the main entrances. But soon it's quiet, and you're by yourself as you kind of creep round in the dark. You find this this dark opening. You uh, uh, how are you seeing? Dark vision. Dark vision. Yeah. Dark vision. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I need a torch. Okay, are you go are you gonna wait until you're inside before you light a torch? It depends whether I can see to the point of getting there. Well, you can put your hand on my shoulder and I'll lead you. Lead him by the hand. Okay, so the dark sighted uh lead the undark sighted. Uh you pick your way into this entrance to this disused uh part of the mine. You pick your way along the tracks that are little coal cars or whatever have been running along and you find yourselves in a long sloping passageway sessions you feel safe enough to light a torch you don't think the light will be seen from outside yeah i'm gonna do a I'm light gonna do spell. The, do, i'm gonna do the light the light spell on a pebble throwing it ahead of us trick sure okay i mean it's it's a it's a it's a kind of uniform uh experience it's like a it's a sharp downward slope uh, and it's about 400 feet before you come to anything of any interest. You come right. to a little chamber, kind of rough-hewn chamber, kind of um, uh, shored up by pit props and so forth. Uh, and in the middle, there's a wooden platform uh, with a little wall built around it, a little five-foot wall built around its edges, but with a way onto it. There are struts on either corner that reach up to the ceiling, uh, joining in a kind of cruciform like an x above yeah and there's an iron chain that runs through that x that support point into a large wooden spool that's set in the middle of the platform uh, so the platform is 10 foot wide 10 foot by 10 foot square uh, you think it, it looks like uh that that spool it looks like it's got a little brake shoe on it that you can detach and then it looks like it's a chain pulley system so it's a lift yeah you think it's a lift can you give me some perception checks Perception check, eh? Uh, gonna have to roll something. Gonna have to roll something, yeah. Just give me some perception checks, please. Uh, 11. 11, okay. Uh, 22. 22. Decent roll, that's enough. Um, Burple, uh, you pick something up from below you. Very faint and echoey. You know that sound that you get if you're in, say, a cathedral and you're up in the gallery? There's that sort of echoey space and the sound of even soft sounds sort of reverberate you know that kind of sound mm -hmm. think that only like quieter than that and, and and it seems more distant beneath you but you definitely got the sense that there is a space beneath you and that perhaps there's some very sort of soft noises or quiet sounds coming from a long distance below you but echoing in a larger space so there's a big chamber below us well something Okay. What do you um, want to do? I'm going over to the contraption. Yeah. Working out how to lower myself down. Uh, it looks pretty straightforward. It looks like there's a kind of ratchet system that stops the whole thing just careering crazily down. Yeah. Uh, and there's a brake lock uh, that you could use to actually arrest the spinning completely should you wish to. So it looks like you disengage that little brake and then start turning the spool uh, and it will pay out the chain above you and lower you. And you, so you control it from on the platform. You don't need someone. That's right. You control it from on the platform. And you and the way that it looks is it looks like that chain pays out and coils onto the platform itself. Yes, the, the, the counter chain, as it were, so that when you're at the bottom, you could pull on that chain and pull yourself up. Okay. Well, we'll get on the platform. Okay. And go down. Okay. 
there's a sort of a click, 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 click as the pawls go round. The chain is paid out. You can drop about, well, it says here 50 feet around. That seems extremely quick. Um, but let's say about 10 feet around. Yeah, so 10 feet every six seconds. And it's about 200 feet before you think you're approaching a change in environment. Just the, the walls of the shaft go past you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Bloody hell. The sense that there is a, a wider, freer space beneath you becomes increasingly present. Yes. And at a certain point, you can stop yourself should you wish to. You realize that the platform, the base of the platform, is going to drop past the bottom of the shaft and out into, an op into a more open area. I'm going to assume that you stop at that point. You can hear a couple of kind of low voices, nothing alarmed, uh, no sound of anybody reacting to your presence in any particular way, like kind of low chatting voices fr from below you. Uh, make a perception check, somebody, anybody. 20. Uh, you reckon... 10. 10's uh, not fantastic. Really, it's about judging the distances. Have we gone up a level? We fourth level yet? No, you haven't gone up a level. That would be really good because I chose really crap spells. You think that the uh, voices are about uh, 50 feet away below you, something like that? Maybe a little more? Just a couple of them. Yeah, kind of low. You, ha you had a snatch of kind of muttered conversation, then it stopped. Um, so we're paused at the bottom of the shaft before we go out into the open bit. That's right. Is there light coming up around the side? There is a little light, yes. Uh, there's a sort Can of... extinguish our lights? You certainly could do. How noisy is this thing moving? Well, it's fairly noisy. You would have thought there was no way that anybody below you wouldn't hear it coming down. So you're not quite sure why... Well, whoever it is is below you is not particularly reacting to the noise. Maybe they're expecting it. Maybe it's not an Maybe unusual event. We should pretend mm -hmm. we're miners rather than trying to sneak because the noise and the light. Well, I'm thinking that we could go a little bit further and, and poke our head round and see what's down there. Yeah, you could do. The, the light that you can see in the gap between the platform and, as it were, the ceiling of the chamber that you're just about to drop into is sort of flickery, dim torchlight. Classic dungeon lighting. Okay. Well, let's go a bit further and see what we see when we go out. How much further? Well, so click round another, how many, what, a few extinguish feet? Extinguish our lights. Extinguish our lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go down so that we can uh, poke our heads yeah. over the side. I've got to it. See what's I've got there. it. Yeah. Okay. So what you can see is that you're looking into a large chamber. There's a rectangular section dotted with columns, yeah, that your elevator, should you wish to lower it all the way to the floor, which is, as it turns out, about 60 feet below you. That's where your elevator would come to a rest. And where your elevator would come to a rest, there is a similar little uh, wooden fence-like arrangement, like a little box arrangement, so that if you were to lower the lift, the opening would go to your north, yes? Mm -hmm. You can see leading off the chamber, you can't see much more detail, three passageways. Uh, a narrow passageway leading to the north, a narrow passageway leading off to the west, and a wider passageway leading off to the east. To the south, the rectangular part of the chamber then opens out into a, into a wide circular chamber. Mm -hmm. It's like a vast domed hall. And in stark kind of contrast to all of the rough mine workings and the passages that you've, you've seen so far, it, this looks like it, was, it, it bears the mark of like expert artisanship. Uh, the, the floor is black marble tiles. There are torches in brackets all the way around the walls, and this black floor is kind of reflecting those. At the back of the chamber, that is at the far point of the chamber, so if you poke your heads over the edge of your uh, elevator platform and look to the south, there is a, a large pool of dark liquid. Uh, there's a stairway carved into the curved wall around that pool, which ascends to a platform uh, above the pool at the, on the southernmost extremity of the room. Yeah, about, And okay. that platform is about 30 feet above the pool's surface. The last thing I should tell you about is people. Uh, in the wider, sort of slouched uh, down, not looking particularly excited or interesting, one of them does actually look up at you but pays you no particular attention, are two tieflings. They're wearing robes. They seem to have weapons on them, but they don't have them to hand. It looks like they have maces uh, attached to their belts, and uh, on the floor next to them are crossbows, big, heavy crossbows. And they're sort of slouched down in that corridor entrance, and they're not particularly paying you 
much attention and you, you can only you can only surmise that it must have been them who were sort of muttering to each other. Okay. Well what that you're doing. I'll open that with a machine gun, I think. Mm-hmm. Plasma rifle? No, don't be silly. Grenade launcher. Oh come on. Grow up. How far are they? Um well it's about sixty foot down to the floor. So they are sixty foot down and about twenty foot away from you to the west in the entrance to the large corridor. Okay, so I could hit them with a fireball. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could probably do that. Yep. Anybody? Any objections to to doing what? Sorry, attacking. Um, no. But why do uh, why do we? If you premature. do it from here, if you do it from here, they can get to the doors behind them and alert the rest of their crew. Surely we want to uh, take them out silently. So if we're going to do it, let's do it in a sort of coordinated way. Somebody make an insight check. Oh. An insight check. Insight check. That's a thing, is it? Mm-hmm. God. Uh, oh. 14. 14 is pretty good. This is not the most difficult thing. I'm not really telling you anything you haven't worked out for Natural yourself. Natural 20. Oh, okay. I'm still not really going to tell you anything you haven't worked out for yourselves, potentially. Your sense is <laughs> that people routinely descend on this elevator. Yeah. Yeah. And that maybe they'll react badly when they see who you are, but the presence of the elevator arriving is not particularly exciting. You don't know how long the elevator kind of hanging there, not going anywhere, would escape notice. That might seem a little yeah. odd after a while, but it's up to you. So, uh, who are we going to chain up like the Wookiee? We're taking the prisoner. <laughs> Where are you taking this thing? <laughs> There's just two of them. I, I could shoot one and someone shoot the other one. Or... Well, presumably we can do the same by attacking. Maybe we should just try talking to them to begin... Oh, God, I can't speak. Talking no, no. with them to begin with and see... If they can get, give us any information. No, but they'll, they're, they're guards. They'll, they'll sound yeah. the alarm. Have we got enough firepower to take them out at range in one round? I mean, I can do chromatic orb. I mean, I'm guessing they're just grunts, right? Um, well, why don't we just sort of descend and do some stuff at range when, when we feel appropriate? You can do that if you want. As soon as they, as soon as they see us, we open fire. Has anybody got a, um, Sleep spell would be good. Silent spell or something. No. No. No, I've got a thunderclap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's good and <clears throat> subtle. That would be good. I've got calm emotions. What does that do? You attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. Mm-hmm. Mm. time one action. Well, that would stop them possibly being alarmed and shouting out if they see it. Suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. Alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice. This indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed, but it would give us, I assume, advantage on the first attack. Well, it would help us help us with any bluffs, wouldn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Range of 60 feet, so I could do it from here. Yeah. Want to try that? It's a second level spell. Did anybody see that one I rolled? Yes. What is that? That's my false life. So it's one plus four, five. Okay. So you are, you've cast false life, getting yourself uh, five temporary hit points. Uh, yeah. Right. So okay. What do so you want to try this spell? It's you need to you'd need to go down a little bit to get within the sixty feet range requirement. Yeah. Okay. So they need to make a charisma saving throw, and it's DC. If I remember, it's eight plus your proficiency bonus. Which is two bonus, which is which two is charisma, which is three. Oh, charisma, but proficiency and charisma, so it's it's thirteen. It's a DC thirteen. So DC thirteen saving throw from these things, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're lowering the the thing down a bit. When you start lowering again, they do kind of cast a glance up at you. One of them sort of calls up, "Everything all right up there?" You could ignore them or not as you continue to lower. When you're once you're about 10, 15 feet down into the just room, just on our way down, you can uh, you're you're within range and you cast your spell. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, and I think we'll leave things there. We'll pick it up next time. Great. Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Three Faces of Evil and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening.